Everyone has to believe and everybody has to know that he can reach a madrega of feeling elokus, hargoshes elokus, having a sense of godliness of elokus. Lahamen sheyesh metzius shall chayim bedveikus b'Hashem's bar and never to give up to believe that there is such a metzius that I can also live such a life of dveikus b'Hashem's bar and I could ha- I could eat, I could spend time with my family, I could have I could have uh, I could have a hobby, but I can live a life of dveikus b'Hashem's bar. V'sheev shalonu l'saneg al hasagis elokus. And that one can one can live a life with this with this tremendous tanuk, this tremendous pleasure. This anaglas sagas alakus. Belichios es yichudo, bechius ubaeinig ubedvekis. And to and to live in this yichud, this relationship, this connection to Hashem, in a in a way that's filled with chiyus. Filled with vitality, with life, and and Vegas. Vim omnam shonim madregenamucha. And of course, it is true that we are presently, for the most part, on a lower madrega. And the way things look in on the outside, it doesn't. We don't appear to be worthy of of these madregas, such madregas of dvekas. And how could you be dovuk? How could there be dvekas if if we we know that we're filled with all kinds of averes? And the svarim say that the same way when you want to, if you want to glue two pieces of uh, wood together, if there's schmutz on, or if you want anything together, if there's schmutz if it's dirty, so then it doesn't stick. It doesn't go. Doesn't go. You have to put your sticker on the window. It says, "Make sure to clean the window." If there's something there, it's dirty. It's not going to stick. So tveikus means devek. It means sticking, connecting to Hashem. So the feeling that that we have is that how could I stick to Hashem if I got stuff? You know this stuff. Uh, I'm not clean. I'm not clean. So if I'm not clean, then the devik glue doesn't. So how am I able to be dovik Hashem? Hashem is superglue. Superglue. Super there is such a thing as superglue. Hashem is superglue. Hashem is right, right. He said it works even if there's some stuff. That's good, Marshall. Chitzari sending me away. Yesh lano avonus. Lachenadayin lozachin lunavu amitis. Marshall, of course, is right. That Hashem is superglue. It's a it's it's a super magnet, super glue, whatever. It's super strong. But Sof Kosov, there, there, there is a Maniyah in the meantime, 
to achieving the highest levels of Nevoah. Even though we've spoken about them, we've seen that there were tzaddikim, even in our generation or previous, early, right, but recent generations, so it's clear from their writings that they were seeking to reach Madragus of Nevoah. But it seems to be unattainable at this time. Nevu is the ultimate level of Dvekis prophecy, but there are Madragis and Madragis of Dvekis, and every Jew can reach <coughs> every Jew can reach a Madraga of Dvekis. Lefi Erko, according to his according to his Madraga, Bechal Madrago Matzah. Even with even with one's Averis and with all of the Chesrinas and all of the Meniyas. The mitzvah is a mitzvah tmidis, it's a mitzvah nitzchis, it's a mitzvah that's forever, from the, from the beginning, from the time we received the Torah and forever. It's a mitzvah of uvo sidbak, ladovka bo, atmadvekim. Umi shechayshev, shehayom, ein evsharos, shetil odam shaychis and mashchina, vimelikos. Anybody who thinks that now it's impossible for a person to have a connection, a relationship, with the Shechina and with Elokos, Zu Taus Nora. This is a horrible mistake, a terrible mistake. Zu Tachlis How could it be that that we can't that, that, that we can't uh, have have a connection to the Shechina to Kadosh That's the Tachlis of all of Yiddishkeit. That's what, what that's what this is all about. And not just what you know. They, what we were told. No, you are connected. It's just the, the fact that you don't feel anything like that, or you don't sense it. That's uh, that's just how it is. That's how it is. That wouldn't work for any other relationship. It certainly doesn't work for for Dvekis. Try telling that to your children. The fact that I have, I, I have no connection. The fact that you don't feel any relationship to me. You don't feel that I have anything to do with you. You don't feel that we're connected. The mitzvah says that we are connected. That doesn't. That's that, that's that's not how it is. Yimakus means that there's a hagosha of connection. There's a feeling of of a relationship. So how could it be that we wouldn't have anything? To, there's no such feeling. I am Hashem, I haven't changed. I haven't changed. It's 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 still me and it's still you and this is this this is the tachlis of together forever. Therefore, instead of writing it off as something which is impossible, or just accepting some explanation of it, well, it doesn't really mean a connection to Hashem, it just means to, to have a relationship with Hamid Chacham and so on, which is, of course, some level of Dveikus, but to, but, to, uh, but, but to assume that that's the end of it. So a person instead has to try to think why why shouldn't I have? Why can't I have? Why is it what what's the reason that I'm I'm not able to to have this Orhad Vegas? 
I've read stories about Sadiqim and heard about this, so why 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 shouldn't I have the Ohadvekas? Shazakulikyas Vinam Ha uh Vinam Ha or to live with this with this uh with this with this light, with this light of Dvegas. Look at Kukhavdalat. And you know this form warns us a lot about about false humility. To think that nah, I'm not such a person, I can't, I can't do that. Every Jew could. It's not because we can't, it's because we're afraid that it, it, it seems to require in order to reach Dvekas, it seems to require being a tzaddik. And I, I, it's, I admire tzaddikim, I love tzaddikim, but I'm no tzaddik, and I don't want to live like that. You know, it's not. It looks like being a tzaddik means that I have to, uh, I have to old, have to uh, deprive myself of all kinds of things of this world. I guess it would mean giving up, like, you know, my my Super Bowl tickets or something. And uh, I, I, I can't live that way. I'm, I, I, I'm not that kind of person. All of these things that I. I first have to work on just being a, like a, a decent person, being uh, trying to fulfill the basic mitzvahs, and so all of these svaras that come from from this place of uh, of a novishal sheker, of a humility that's not kedusha, coming from the side of holiness. A person has to have a muna. That he's also able to. Look, when, when there's a time, there's a time of Hanukkah, it was a terrible, terrible tumma in the Besamekdish. Yivan and Nikbet Zolai as Avi Mechashmanim, Lefarzu Chaimis Megdala Vitimukal Hashmanim. We were in a very, very, very low place, a very low state at that time of Hanukkah. It seems that there wasn't just a small minority, but a significant minority, or even a majority of the Jewish people at the time were very, very far from Yiddishkeit, very far from Yiddishkeit. No shaykes to, to anything in Kedusha. And the and the avoid of the Hashem of Mila Hashem was lechapes or lechapes was was not to stop but to continue looking for that jar of oil, to look for that, to look for that which was pure, to, to look for that which was still pure and holy, even though everybody knows that according to Halacha, we didn't have to look for that kedusha, we didn't have to look for any pure oil because of the din of Tumahudra Betzibur. Under the circumstances, everything was tamay. We would be allowed to light the menorah with oil that was not pure. We didn't have to have such a madrega davka that it should be pure oil. It didn't have to be pure oil. We didn't have to have such a madrega. And you could say that that's a madrega for tzaddikim, to light the menorah with oil that is pure. But who are we? We're a bunch of, mis- we're a bunch of misyavnim, we're a bunch of uh, Hellenists and... Uh, 
we're far, far from Kedusha. So who are we to, why would we ever, why would we ever have the schus to light the menorah with shemen tar, with pure oil? So there's a din, there's a halacha that tumahutra betzibur, so we're, we can light it, we can light the menorah the way that it is. The way that it is. It's with all the tumah. But, but they were looking, and they were Jews that were looking and looking and looking, and they didn't stop looking, and they found. A, they found a little jar of oil with shemantar. That means that you could be in a, in a massive, in a state that is filled with tumah, and, and churban, and devastation, and ugliness, and all kinds of crazy stuff, and you continue to search for something that's pure in your life. You continue to search for a madrega, of dveikus basha. And other Abba, that that will help to pull you up from where you are, because once they found that, once they found that, they 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 realized that Hashem hadn't given up on them. That Hashem preserved that for them to show them that. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's not for you. Of course it's for you. Of course it's for you. I created you with such a capacity for dveikus for kedusha. You think that you can't. So that's why everything is tame. But, but I'm showing you that there's, a, that there's a, a jar of oil that's pure because inside of you there's, a, there's also a, a, a jar of oil that's pure. And, and, you, and you can't give up on that. You have to find it. You keep on looking. You see, you looked for it. You found it. Instead of saying, I can't, I can't. It's not for me. Uh, I'll rely upon the halacha of Tumah Hutra Tumah, I can light the menorah without, without, such, uh, without pure oil. I can light the menorah with any oil. Hashem says, Hashem says, no, I, I don't want you to settle like that. I want you to, to, to light the menorah in a way that's l'chadchil. Because sometimes a person can think, you know, you're doing a mitzvah or you're, or you're preparing the menorah and you want it and you're, you're looking, you got the new Bayam Kecha on Hanukkah, right? And uh, thanks to David Lawrence, you got the new Bayam Kecha on Hanukkah. And you're looking, and you're, you're learning this a little bit, Arab Hanukkah, Shabbos to learn, you're going to be learning the Kavanis, so the morning you think to yourself, the Kavanis, all these Kavanis, I, I, I try to see if I can get it going, you know. <laughs> I, I, I have Kavanis, I should just say the brachas and, uh, and a couple of Kabbalah Kedilim, and I'm happy. I'm not shy to any of these things. And it's not, it's not shy to these things. It's not true. It's funny how you don't find such a thing in Gashmis usually, you know. You don't find that a person says, why should I have a nice house? Why should I have nice clothing? Why should I have an, uh, why should I be zayichet to make such a nice living? There, everybody's looking for a pach shaman. Everybody's looking for uh, a pot of gold. When it comes to Gashmis, nobody says, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of, uh, uh, of uh, making a lot of money. I'm not worthy of having a, a nice house. I heard such a thing. You ever hear such a thing that somebody wins a lot of me and he says, no, it's not for me. I've never heard of that. Rabbi, people are going day in, day out, trying to make a lot of money, and nobody thinks, who am I? I should settle. I should just, I should just have a, I should live in some little, some little uh, broken down apartment somewhere and, and uh, find a minion and be happy. And then I'm the, and that's it. I'm done. I don't see such a thing. People, like the, people feel that they're worthy to have nice things. So why is it in Gashmis they don't stop looking? When it comes to Rochnius, people are satisfied. It's, it's, it's not a big question. 
Why is it in the Gashmis people? Are, where's all the humility when it comes to Gashmis? You see such humility? You see such humility in our Jewish neighborhoods when it comes to Gashmis? I don't see such humility. Used to be there was a lot of humility like that, but I don't see such humility. People seem to want to have good things. And I don't blame them because in time they should have, every Jew should have, but every, only, only all good things, but, but there's, but, but nobody's, you don't see too many people saying, nah, a second car, a person like me doesn't deserve a second car. We'll manage with one. They're on their third and fourth car. Every kid gets a car. What? Every kid who has a license, hopefully, gets a car. The other ones just steal the, steal it. So, so, why should I deserve to have a, another car? A person like myself, I'm filled with Averis, my beaters are terrible, I never, I'm a Balash and Hara. Do you feel like that when you, when you, when you call up to, to, to get another car? A Balavera like me. And then when you, when you get into the car the first time, ah, such a, a good smell of a new car, it's a nice car, such a, such a person with bad meters like me, and I do all kinds of Averis, such a person like me should have such a Shia to, to drive such a nice car. No. But when it comes to levels and ruchnias, nah, I'm not worthy of this. It's all another shal shake. It's all shake. It's all. It's all. Uh, it's all uh, a way of getting out of something. Having a new car doesn't require change. Right. That's why I say it's a way of getting out of something. It doesn't require anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's not machayev. It's not a machayev. So I have another house, another car, another vacation, another this. It's not machayed anything. It's interesting. A, a generation ago, that's not the way it was. People lived with another. Really you have you go to the old Jew, you go to old Jewish neighbors. People lived in brownstones and they had they had more money than than, uh, and, and they lived in a way of pshitas and tamimas in such a way. Again, okay, but say to this. So thank God things are going well. People have more than they had before, but but they don't they don't seem to feel like this is not coming to us. It's other up. It's coming to us. Why? Why is it coming to us? But when it comes to ruchnis, when Hashem reaches out to you with more ruchnis, you say no, 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 I I I, I, I couldn't. It's really, it's not for me. So that's what it means. Anivish Shaker. So it says on the bottom of the note on the right side there, Pesayin. So she allowed the memunish agam who yachalasi lechapis lekusli yedabik b'shchina kedasha. You could also find a pach shaman, a jar of oil, of pure oil. It's not just meant for a couple of chashmonayim. Lizar lo lomar ein zeshayach elai. And not to say it's not shayach to me. Ein zeshayach elai. Any any row. I'm not. I'm not worthy. Oni balaveira, I'm a balaveira. Ki afemu balaveira. Okay, it's true. Even if you're a balaveira, mikomakom ein lo shaychis b'mislara. The truth is, if you want to say you don't have any shaychis to anything, why don't you say you don't have any shaychis to averes? That would be a better choice. That a Jew like myself really shouldn't be doing any averes. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, on a deeper level, to say. In the Pneumius of who I am, of course there's no Averis. In the Pneumius, in the inner essence, in the inner essence of who I am, I'm pure and holy like that jar of oil. And therefore, Averis are not Shaykh to me. So it's an interesting thing also, no? 
that when a veira comes a person's way, the person doesn't say, no, I'm not worthy of such a geshmak veira. I'm not worthy of such a geshmak veira. A person like me doesn't deserve such an veira like this. I'll have, I'll have, a, I'll have a smaller veira. A bigger veira like this with such a geshmak, not for somebody like me. I'm a nobody, I'm a, I'm a nobody, I'm a nothing. I only deserve small Averis, not big Averis. Just find such humility by people that I, I, to say that it's not coming to me such an Averis. Because we look at ourselves as Bala Averis, not as Sadiqa. <coughs> so you think that an Averis is coming to you and that, and that Dveikis is not coming. That's how we think. I'm a Bala Averis, I'm not a Tzadik. So since I'm a Bala Averis, that's what Bala Averis do. They do Averis. I'm not a tzaddik, so I'm not shy to these things of tzidkas. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not such a person that could achieve such things. But the truth of the matter is that a Jew by his nature really has no connection to evil. There's no connection to Ra. His entire being is connected to holiness. And therefore there's nothing that's more custom designed for a Jew than holiness. There's nothing that's more befitting a Jew than the madragus of holiness, of dragus, of mitzvahs. You know, the, the, the comment that a person would make, something to the effect of, you know, I don't have to get such a fancy esrig. For a person like myself, a, a simple esrig will, will, will suffice. But when it, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Naveira, he wants to have a mahadrin for Naveira, uh, right? It has to have when it comes to Naveira that he wants to have a mahadrin Naveira to have because he thinks that for a person like myself, I I deserve to have a bigger Naveira. But when it come, and a person like myself, when it comes to an esrik, so he tells the the guy that sells that esrikim first he goes through the whole you know these people out there have gone through the whole thing. Who ever heard of such a thing? And in uh, my time, esrikim were for ten dollars. And what kind of gzela is this? What kind of name? He only gets into these things when it comes to mitzvahs. When it comes to averus, I'll take it. <laughs> he never says, "Who ever charged like that for an averus?" You ever hear such a thing? When when I was a kid, a movie was a dollar fifty. Now you'd have to pay. For, I don't know. How, I don't know this, but when I was a kid, if you if, to do an averus like this. It was a dollar fifty. Was two dollars, and now you're taking from me twenty dollars. Uh, to make a to make a whole to do about the Rambam and and but the same person will go out and have and have dinner with his wife for two hundred three hundred dollars like it's nothing. We'll sit down and have and have and have uh, dinner. One of the chavos sent me. You know these things. They come sent me a thing, and uh, for Thanksgiving. I don't know until exactly, it was in Yiddish, the thing, it, was, it said that, that a piece of turkey is not for a Jew, and it had a picture of a, one of the pictures, like from the Jewish magazines, of, you know, the steaks, those big steaks, and he said, this is, this is for a Jew, this is, <laughs> turkey is like making fun, like, <laughs> turkey, that's like, uh, and it shows like a, a Jewish steak, one of the kosher steaks, <laughs> those Hasidish steaks in the magazines, you know. So it's an interesting thing. Two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars for a piece of food, but the guy, the same guy, goes in to get an esrog and he says, "No, <laughs> chutzpah, 
an esrig for, for $60. Whoever heard of such a thing, I used to pay $10. I would go to the Lower East Side, Arab Sukkot, I got an esrig for $3. And, and besides, look, uh, for a person like myself, it's enough to have uh, a, a basic esrig. Just give me one that's kosher. When it comes to Naveri, it doesn't say, just give me uh, any Naveri, any Naveri. He says, no, when it comes to Naveri, he wants to have a Mahadrin. should be the, the nicest Naveri, the beautiful Naveri. should be the most enjoyable Naveri. Not the most enjoyable Esrik, not the most enjoyable Sukkah, not the most beautiful Davening, not the most beautiful Shabbos. Because a person like myself can have a Pasha to Shabbos. Have a simple Shabbos. It's enough that I washed. I said, Kid, I said, Kiddush, I washed. I, I, said, uh, I said, half asleep, but I'm done. You bench and finish. But when it comes to other things, no. He wants to have nicest vacation, nicest car, the most expensive restaurants. There he's not, he's not Mavater on, on Madragas. There he's a big bar Madragas. And there he doesn't have Tainas. He doesn't have Tainas. Because he thinks that when it comes to Gash, when it comes to Gashmir, it's Kumtsumir, it's coming to me. But when it comes to Mitzvah, it's not coming to me. That's what he thinks. And that's it. That's not true. So I can't. And learning, I, I, I'm not part of that world, you know, I can't do that. People are doing all these, have all these Limudim, that's not for a person like myself. This is all on novishal shaker. This is a, a humility that's that's uh, that's 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 terribly self-destructive. You're confused. It's the story of Rabbi Nachman of mixing up the exchange children, the Ben Melech and the Ben Shifra. You mixed up the prince and the and the pauper. You mixed up. You got mixed up. You think that you're a pauper when you're a prince, and a prince knows that there that's coming to him. What's coming to him? Malchus, royalty is coming to him. That's what's coming to him, and royalty doesn't mean a, a, a doesn't mean a two hundred dollars stake. That's for a fresher. Royalty means a two hundred dollar esrik. That's what it means royalty a two hundred dollar esrik, not a two hundred dollar stake. But we have a, a mixed up of who we are. We, we, we don't know who we are. For lunch, we got lost. Okay, person, we we all do our various. But that's not who we really, who we really are. We're not Be'edsa, we're not really Bali Averis, we're not people that are bad, Chas If we would only, we would do Tshuva, try to get, try to be better, try to be who we're supposed to be. Back on top of the left side, after Kuch Vadal. certainly. Every Jew can and must Make an effort to reach Dvekas. The Fierka. It doesn't mean he has to be, he has, he's going to be a Chavitzheim, or he has to be a Chsam Seifer or something, or Balshamta. But the Fierka. This was given for every Jew, Dvekas. Because this is the Tachlis of our lives. Lovely de Hasagis Alokus, to reach Hasagis Alokus. Vizemash Hashem is Bachritz, and that's what Hashem wants. That was, that's the mitzvah, and that's what Hashem wants. Well, therefore, 
Bepoel Mamish. So it's interesting that Davka by Chanukah, when we're on such a low Madrega, and it's not Midaraisa, and it's in the dark, and it's in the winter, and it's, we were all messed up, and, it was, and everything was Tomei, and we weren't holding like we were by Yitzhak and Shrem, and all this other stuff. Davka there, we have not only Neri Shabbesai, Mahadrin, Minna Mahadrin, such Madregas of Mahadrin. Every person lights, every night of Hanukkah, another candle. It's interesting. Dafka, the last Yantiv, and in our lowest state of Hestapanim, our lowest state of Avodah Hashem, further, further away from Hashem than we ever were, Dafka there, we, have, we do the mitzvah of Hanukkah in a way of Mahadrim and Mahadrim. Deluxe. Why is that? Why Davka by Hanukkah? Is there such a thing that it's Mahadrim and Mahadrim? To do the mitzvah in the nicest, most beautiful, most expensive way that a person done. Such a manure and such oil and every night an- another candle. It could be, I'd say, one candle in the house and finished. <laughs> and Kala Shvam, okay, you could use the cheapest oils. Okay, use uh, whatever it is. That's nice. It could be anything. Come at anything. There's some that if it's disgusting <coughs> stuff, but but if you look in the if you look in the sugya, even the ones that are puzzle for Shabbos, you could use on Chanukah. Mikat him, but but by Chanukah the Chacham or Megala, no. Mahadrim mina Mahadrim. The nicest, the most beautiful, the most expensive. Why is that? It's an interesting thing, which you don't see not by Shabbos, not by Pesach. Not by Sukkot. Of course, there's always a mitzvah of hidden mitzvah. But is that kind of value? But you, you don't see Arkadekach, Vachanukah, such a thing? Because the nature of a person is that you think that you're nothing. Vachanukah, you think you're worthless. It's, it's the winter, it's dark, you're empty, you're a, you're a vani, you're a Hellenist, you're a Gornishmet Gornisht. And Davko over there, the Baruch Shalom says, Mahadrin Mina Mahadrin. Mahadrin Mina Mahadrin. The highest, the highest type the best menorah, the most beautiful oil. Chanukah. The oil of Chanukah, which is the Aragonas. Tavka there, there's the need of height of a Jew, of what a Jew really is. And to, to stop with this Indian that I'm not, who am I, and I'm not worthy, and all of that stuff. And that was revealed to us, Tavka, when we felt least worthy. We felt we were at the lowest, lowest place. Therefore, the, the Metzius says that every Jew, regardless of who he is, if a person is ready to try, and to, put in, and to put in some effort, there's not even a question. He will certainly be Hashem's because of Hashem's love, and Hashem wants this, to taste this taste of elokus, of a feeling of of elokus, of godliness. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean the balshamtiv, to be the balshamtiv, but to have a tam of the norm ha'elyon of this or of this light of Hanukkah, of the of the norm ha'elyon. So. So if you like the menorah, don't walk away and say, no, I know, I heard that it's a big thing to sit <coughs> by the menorah and to look at the candles and to, and to be there to stay for a, a while and to, 
And to try, don't, uh, it's not. I know that I heard that, but that's that's the guy next to me in shul. That's not me, because I'm not I'm not in such a place, and the the, the candles don't want me sitting over here. I'm happy that they're burning, and then I, and I did the mitzvah, but I I, I don't want to. I'm not a person that could sit over here. It says in this this book, or I heard in that speech, whatever. It's not for me. It's not true. Lift on me. <laughs> the taste, this this sweetness of of attachment to the living God. He called Yehudi Amitim. Every Jew is capable of these true emotions. Because every Jew has this elokus, this pure oil inside. Every single Jew. Because Hashem dwells within every Jew. And the Torah says specifically, Even in a Jew who is Tameh, even in a Jew who is, who is impure, just like in the Beis HaMikdash at Hanukkah, that the place was all impure and defiled, and they found that pure oil. It's there. Kuf Chavchein note. Obviously, they're different. Everybody's different. This, each person, according to his, his kedusha, karchus, whatever. And the more a person purifies himself, the more he'll feel it. Obviously, the more a person works on this and and tries to 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 clean things up in his life and and, and to be on the right track. But every single Jew is, each one of us has a, has a brismila, each one of us is gemal, and each one of us has this innate kedusha, kedusha Israel, and we could, and we could, and we, each one of us did, therefore can on some level, is able to experience this, this mesikos, this sweetness, of this light of, 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 uh, of dveikos. Base. So how do we get there? That's what Parag Beis is about. Darchei Kinyan Hadveikus. Vato Oylem Heleha She'ela Hagadola. And now, of course, the question is, the big question is, Eich Zorchem Hadveikus. How is one Zorchem Hadveikus? How do we get to that? How could I possibly become accustomed to such a thing to actually feel Hashem's presence in my life? And how can I awaken the heart? To feel this light of Elokus, of godliness. Ulis Harba be a Hava la Shemesburg, and to connect Hashem with a Hava with love. The Lirzai says Kirvasa, and to want to be close to Him. So, this this Perak Beis should be Perak Aleph in our lives. And Perak Aleph in what we teach our children when they're little, even when they're little. What we talk to them about, what they're taught in school. This should be Perak Aleph. This is the plan. This is the Tachlis. Any time that a person starts something, you need to 
under, you need to understand, the person needs to understand where does he want to get to? What's the tachlis? What, what, why am I doing this? Where do I want this to go? You don't have a, you can imagine a person doesn't go to start building something without knowing what the tachlis is. Or anything in life. Even when you're playing a game. The first thing you ask when, you, when, when, when there's a, a game is what, what's the point, you know, what am I trying to, what, what is this game, what do you, what's the goal of this game? So you have to say to the person, listen, you've got to take this ball and you've got to get it into the basket. That's the tachlis. And the, and the more times you do that, then you beat the other team. You have to know what the, what's the tachlis of all this. So this is the tachlis. So how so so there needs to be a plan. How am I supposed to get to the tachlis? That's the alavez of of Yiddishkeit. What's the plan? How do you? How, where am I going? Why am I doing these things? What's the what's the point of davening? What's the point of missus? What's the point of learning? I don't recall in my journey. I don't recall in school being told such things. Ever being, I don't recall anybody ever explaining what the goal was of all of that. I mean, personally, maybe others had different experiences and had some very wonderful, nice people, some horrible, terrible people, but I don't recall any of them, the better ones or the worst ones, ever telling us the tachlis is all of this. Just, just do it. What's the tachlis? We're not talking here about Tameh HaMitzvahs. That's, 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 uh, that's the cowardly way out of all of this. To find some, the latest book that says some beautiful reasons why you bench Lulav. Not talking about that. What does the Lulav represent? What does the Shofar symbolize? What does Shabbos symbolize? I'm not talking about that. That's all nice stuff. But that's not, uh, that's not what we're talking about now. And you, and you all know there were big tzaddikim that the Bichlal did not go for any of those diburim of what these things symbolize. To all the tzaddikim that did speak such a way, the moral was fire, the whole thing of Tamei Mitzvahs. Not, that, not that, that there aren't deep and beautiful messages in every mitzvah, but you shouldn't think that that's the tachlis of the mitzvah. <clears throat> the essay that this rabbi wrote in 2021 and then the Baruch Shalom says in Shemaim, that's why I gave, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> that's why I told you to sit in the sukkah. Because the sukkah represents the insularity of the Jewish people against the winds of, uh, I don't know, stuff. the Baruch Shalom says, I never thought of that, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need a break. This stuff. Well, the Baruch Shalom says, okay, it's a nice idea, but it's tachlis. What's the tachlis? And it's amazing how many drushes there could be, how many speeches there could be about Yiddishkeit that have nothing to do with the Tachlis. Or they never even clearly state the Tachlis. You could be in a shul. Somebody told this to me once that he, went to, he lived in a certain place and he went to the shul, he said, for 40 years and no one, no one ever there spoke about having a relationship with God. At all. It was about how to avoid Palestinians, how to vote for this candidate, candidate, how to identify, uh, how to give charity, how to be good, or even a lot of, 
All kinds of stuff, Jewish things. But what's the plan? What's the reason? What's the tachlis? The big tachlis. What's the big tachlis for all of this? Try asking at the table tonight if you're zayichet to have little children. If there's some young fathers here, you could try it even if you're an older father and, and, and you have the schus to have an older kid and ask. You know, just stop in the middle of the meal, right after the soup or something, and stop and say, "All right, chaver, why do we do all this stuff?" And you know what? Why do we do this? Oh, is that this Shabbos is the Torah? Go ahead, finish it up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not giving. I'm not giving you. I didn't. I didn't say it says in the parsha. Did you hear me say that? <laughs> I didn't say it says in the parsha because that's the second. The second a kid hears those words, it's right. Lights Just the lights up. Yeah, that's it. Finish. It says in the parsha. <laughs> Never begin anything like that with those words, because then it's like the. Says in the parasha. So the kid says, okay, you know, what do you want to say? You want to tie this into to, to Yosef and to the story of Yosef? You, what are you leading up to? No, 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 I'm not nothing, nothing. I don't talk about Yosef at all. So Hanukkah, no, no, I don't want to talk about Hanukkah. I'm not talking about Yosef, I'm not talking about Hanukkah. I don't even know. I don't remember what the name of the parasha is. I don't want to talk about any of that stuff. I'm just asking, why are we doing all this stuff? What's the tachas? What's the point of all of this? Imagine that would be that would be. They make they make uh, Shabbos for this, Shabbos for that. For every school now would be a nationwide effort. That every school today, every yeshiva, every place there is where they're learning Torah, the rabbi, the teachers, the teacher, the mother, the rabbi will come in and ask the question. Today we're talking. I'm asking you this question: What's the tachlis? And every single kid is going to say, "Oh, this is a parsha. This is coming to the parsha because it's every Shabbos." Here we go. Let's just get straight to Rashi or whatever it is. No. It's a nationwide effort to ask what's the tachas. What's the point of all of this? Why do we do all of this? That's why it's such a great thing to have people who are not religious, <coughs> our brothers and sisters who are not religious, to spend time to go over to you for Shabbos because they're innocent enough and they haven't been jaded and they will often ask questions like that. And it makes the host very uncomfortable. Because <laughs> the, host, uh, the host Googled some parasha thing that he, th- that he thought that sounded like it was inspirational, right? He found something that sounded inspirational. And, uh, and he wants to say this whole fancy thing about Yosef and his brothers, when it symbolizes the struggle of Yosef and his brothers, symbolizes uh, the struggle between... Uh, and... And, and he's got some guy, some balchuva over, or someone that's not religious and, and who, who's not really interested in that, and just wants to know, like, why, why do you guys keep Shabbos? Like, what, what's this all about? So you start, you start off with this balchuva and say, well, Shabbos symbolized, and it, same thing. It says in the passion. What's the tachlis? Madua. Why? Why do you, why do you live like this? Why do you deprive? Why do you deprive yourself of making another another three thousand eight hundred forty-two dollars uh, on Shabbos that, like you made yesterday? Why are you deprive? Why are you depriving yourself of that? Why are you not going to the parade? Why are you not going to the ball game? Why are you not going to the beach? 
why you why why are you spending half the money that you that you make to send your kids to some school to perpetuate this confusion? What's the tachlis? You could ask that in, in, in any Jewish classroom, any Jewish home, even with the smartest people and people who have learned in yeshiva the whole lives. No, what are you doing this? What's the reason for this? What's the reason? And it would be interesting if the if the responses would all be gathered together and sent into main headquarters somewhere, and to find out, to hear what what would the, what are the responses to this question? The question of all questions. What are the responses? Either main headquarters will send you all the answers by Monday. Yeah. What are the responses to this question? This is the biggest question. <clears throat> We do, we're doing this, we're doing this every day of our lives, this is how we live. So you stop the guy who's running out of shul 10 minutes early. Not because, not because somebody, God forbid, is sick or there's some emergency, just because he's got to get out. And you stop and you ask him, if you don't mind me asking, so this non-religious person very innocently or a Balchuba very innocently asks him, why are you running out of the synagogue? So, uh, he can't, he, 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 he's not honest, he'll say, because whatever, I have a big, uh, very big, big client, or, you know, my mother needs me, something, but stop if he's honest. And the guy says, why are you running out of synagogue? So if the guy says, honestly, I'll tell you the truth, it's, it's too much, I, I was already there for 25 minutes. So then the non-religious Jew asks him, but... <clears throat> Is not what you is not what you don't don't didn't you go there to pray? See, then the guy will say, "Yeah, I, you know, I went there to pray, but you know, like twenty minutes is okay, you know. It's like too much prayer. It's like it's hard for me." The you, you get into a conversation with somebody who's, who who doesn't take for granted all of our all of our inconsistencies and of our strange ways of behaving with our religion, and he asks you simple, pure questions. So then you can't squirm out of them so easily unless you're a dishonest person. But if you're an honest person, the best thing in the world is that, is that the Balchuva reminds you to ask yourself the question, why do I do all of this? Why am I doing this? Because well, my parents did it. Your parents didn't have a microwave. And you have a microwave. Your parents never had COVID, and you have COVID. <laughs> what do you mean? Because your parents, your parents. Why do you Why do you live this way? You have to start thinking. What's the tachlis? I mean, if you're an honest person, if you, you stop playing games and you just write off and say, "Don't don't don't make me crazy," why do I do it? Is what you're supposed to do. Why do you do it? Don't you do you recognize that there are certain inconsistencies? If you're if you're a God fearing Jew and you say in your prayers you shall love the Lord your God with all your whole of all your heart and whatever they say in English, you love God. So why do you want to leave why do you want to leave the synagogue so quickly? Why do you come so late? Why? And and during the twenty minutes you were there, you spent half the time talking. So how does that fit with, and you shall love the Lord your God? And aren't you Orthodox? 
I thought you were Orthodox. These are good. These are big questions. What's the tachlis? Imagine a nationwide day, a worldwide campaign, to ask the question of all questions. Why? Every shul, every shul, <coughs> every yeshiva, every cheder, chsidish, svadish, litvish, Lubavitch, you name it. Every single the the question of all questions. This is the question. That's the question of all questions. How is one supposed to have a connection to God? That's the question of all questions. That's the tachlis of all tachlis. I'll continue next time.